As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, it's Megan here, and we're back for another solo installment of the show. We are reaching, I believe we're right around 100 episodes, and we're reaching our one-year anniversary of the Built to Last podcast. We kicked off this show last year in 2021 on October the 6th, and we are almost there. So I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to you listening to this right now. Thank you so much for tuning into the show week after week. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your support, your comments, your questions that I can come and answer here on the show. Recording this podcast and putting these you know, sessions together for you to listen to, learn from, grow from, even get results from, it's honestly one of my top three most favorite things to do in my business. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to keep on going every single week. We're going to keep showing up. All of your shares of the episodes and the show mean so much to me. Your comments, your reviews, your feedback on what you find valuable, and just your support really means so much. If you ever have topic suggestions or questions you want me to come on and answer and talk about and do a show on, send it to me. Let me know. Send me a private message on Instagram. Send me a a private message on Facebook. Shoot me an email at info at structuredfreedom.com. Anyway, you can get in touch with me. Let me know because I'm creating this show for you, the listener, to get as much as you possibly can from it. So let's dive into today's topic. When your group program or programs and your business experiences hyper growth. Another word for hyper would be exponential growth. You know, for most businesses, uh, no matter the industry, but I primarily work with uh, business owners in the coaching, consulting, expert online business who have transitioned their businesses to a group model. Another way of saying that is one to many, but you are now serving a lot of clients all at one time in a program that is bringing you monthly recurring revenue. And, you know, hyper growth typically happens not at the very beginning of your business. For most entrepreneurs to go from six, multiple six up to seven figures, um, which is really what we're talking about here. Your group programs are literally bringing in 80 plus percent of your entire business's revenue. And you may have tens of clients, you may have hundreds of clients, but you're generating multiple six, even seven and multiple seven figures at this point. That didn't happen overnight. In fact, it probably took quite a few years, maybe even five to 10 years to get to the point where all of a sudden, Every time you open the cart for people to join your program, you are making hundreds of thousands, if not a million or millions of dollars. And with that comes a lot of brand new learning curves. 
Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. That's what hyper growth, that's what exponential growth looks like. It's when your enrollment in your group programs or your one to many programs that are bringing in monthly recurring revenue, they, your enrollment increases dramatically when that happens, a lot needs to shift and change so that you can continue growing beyond a million and actually scale your business. So, you know, exponential hyper growth in your business, it's one of those really good problems to have. Here's the good news. The good news is you have cracked the code on lead generation. People are buying what you're offering. You know you can sell. And at this point, you may even have other people doing the selling for you, or you could still be doing it yourself. You know, without a shadow of a doubt, you will always be able to make money and a lot of it no matter what, you have figured that out. You figured that out a while ago. And you now have money available to bring on team members. In fact, you probably already have team members, whether they're contractors, part-timers, full-timers, freelancers, or a combination. But you also understand that team is what's going to get you to the next level, regardless of whether it's a small team, medium-sized, or a large team. That's up to you. But That's all the good news. Like, you know what you're capable of now. You know what's possible. And because you have access to the skills and the money you now have access to, you have a whole lot more choice. There's a lot more you can do. Now, this looks like a win-win situation. There are a lot of wins there. Until that hyper exponential growth starts to show you where you must now turn your attention. And it's time to turn your attention to the back end of your business or the parts that your audience, your leads, your prospects, your followers, everybody following you on social media, the people on your mailing list. It's the parts of your business that nobody sees. All those people see your marketing and your sales. And again, you've got that down pat. I'm sure there's some things that could improve, but for for all intents and purposes, you've got that figured out. And now it's the back end that's starting to reveal to you where the cracks are, where the gaps are, where systems and processes and structures were either never put in place or because of the volume of people and clients you're now serving, they have to completely shift and change. In other words, you've got new learning curves at this new level of next level growth you've successfully reached. And it's kind of like, now what? When, look, when your group program had five people, 10 people, 20 people, even 30 people in it, that's like a regular size classroom in a school in America. It was very manageable. I say that because I was a classroom teacher. I was a high school teacher in the face-to-face classroom. Funny story, I, gradu- I, I taught at the high school I graduated from and my mom's classroom was right beside mine. We, we both taught at the same school. She was actually my teacher in high school, I think two or three times. And I would have, I never had a class with 30 people in it in the face-to-face classroom, but I did have class sizes over 20. And then I also taught for North Carolina Virtual Public Schools. I created some of their online classes and built them online. And then I would have 30 to 40 students per class, 90 students per semester that I was working with online. And this was in my early 20s, early to mid 20s when I was doing that. So I know how many people you're capable of serving in a program, but keep in mind when, when you're a teacher, like I was, you're not 
you're not running a full-fledged business. That you didn't have to be the finance person, the marketer, the salesperson, the operations person, the deliverer of the material, the creator of the material. As a teacher, you had to be the creator of the material. You had to be the creator of the curriculum. You had to teach it. You had to lead your students. You had to facilitate a classroom. You had to be really great at operations because, you know, the best teachers are also the best classroom managers. And this is the part that I specialize in when I come into someone's business as a business advisor or consultant. I like to call myself a secret weapon behind the scenes because for most entrepreneurs, they are visionaries and creators. On a DISC assessment, they are high DI, which is dominant influencer, or they're high ID, whereas I'm the exact opposite. I'm a high SC, I'm a high CS, which is conscientiousness and steadiness. And in order for you to build out the proper functionality and quote unquote classroom management of your group programs, and many of you, once you've reached high six, seven figures, you've got more than one. So you may have an entire offer suite of different levels and the way you're serving your clients, it's all through group programs. So across two, three, four group programs, you may have hundreds of clients. Uh, I mean, if you've got that many programs, you have a, you probably have close to 100 clients total, but you more than likely, plural, you've got hundreds of clients between those programs and you need somebody to run them. But you can't expect someone to come in and know how to do that unless they've got a certain type of background. So we'll, we'll get to that in just a minute. But that's where the whole comparison to a classroom comes in there that I was mentioning. So back when you had a manageable number of people in your program, meaning you could manage them yourself, you could host one live training call and coaching call a week. So maybe it was 90 minutes or two hours and you trained on half the call and then you did some coaching hot seats or Q&A for half the call and you could meet your clients once a week and that was sufficient. You could handle all the client questions coming into the Facebook group each day throughout the week. You could keep up with all your other marketing and sales activities really at the same time, right? Like you could handle it and you probably had a virtual assistant but not really more than that. I mean, maybe you had a social media manager part-time, you were paying two or $3,000 a month, but you didn't really have a ton of team members. You didn't have this huge payroll. You were chief of everything and it worked. It worked. You could do it. It, it got you to six figures. It got you to like, honestly, it probably got you to three, four, 500,000 a year that way. Uh, it worked, right? It worked really well. Then all of a sudden, Everything really clicked. Your mindset clicked. Your capacity clicked. Your receivership clicked. Your worthiness, deservedness, all those things clicked. You, Your authenticity clicked. Like all the things started clicking, which meant your lead generation clicked. Your sales clicked. Your um, everything that was bringing in leads, prospects, and clients launching, conversion events, however you're bringing people into your world on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, however you're bringing people into your world and into your coaching programs, everything finally like really clicked. And you're having six-figure launches back to back to back to back to back. Maybe you're even hosting some sort of virtual event or live event 
once or twice a year. And, and each time it's bringing in a million dollars plus in sales, which you'll probably be paid out over the course of a year. But all of a sudden with that, like it's great, all those things started working, but what also happened is your enrollment exponentially grew. The volume of clients you're now serving literally grew what seems like overnight. It either doubled and you went from 20 clients to 40, or it tripled and you went from 20 clients to 60, or it went 5X and now you've got hundreds of clients and you've never served hundreds of clients before. It's new territory for you. Like you've you've entered into the unknown all over again and everything's growing at a very rapid pace now. And there's also a feeling inside, an ur- a feel- it's almost like this feeling of urgency that now you have to keep that up. You've got to keep launching. You've got to keep out beating your last launch. You've got to make more money, all the things, right? Uh, more than likely, all this enrollment grew because you were doing a lot of launching, because you were doing conversion events, whatever you want to call them. And you were really in like hyper sales mode, probably for a few years. Before this happened, you're consistently selling and all was well, especially celebrating all those big cash months, those launches, you know, really reaching the top 3% of income earners. All was well until you became very unsure about how to best support your clients. So they still get amazing results. They're still satisfied and either renew or re-enroll in another offer you provide. The word that I will hear people say to me the most when they're sharing with me all the new challenges they're experiencing around their programs is structure. They'll say the structure I had before I grew this exponentially, it doesn't work today. I'm so unsure about the structure I should be putting in place. My clients are giving some negative feedback that I've never heard before. Everybody's saying they want new and different things. I don't know how to deliver that. I've hired two, three, four people to be associate coaches and help with the program. Some of my clients are complaining about the coach that they're working with. Uh, I ask for feedback and it's all over the place. My clients are getting uh, more disgruntled and I just can't, I can't keep up with everything, but I'm just so unsure about the right structure for everything revolving around my group programs now. And, you know, this person, and maybe this is you, you're also attempting to find a way out of being pulled into every single client delivery component of your business. And you're also trying to figure out how to remove yourself from the day-to-day operations that revolve around making your programs work. And you realize how important this is. And we're not even talking about customer service. This is not a customer service conversation. This is a client support and success and management conversation. Those are two different departments within a company, two different departments. Customer service is not the same thing as client support, client satisfaction, client success, and client management, two different worlds. So what you're experiencing is something every leader of an exponentially growing group program and organization and business experiences. 
It might be incredibly head spinning and time consuming right now, but it's showing you exactly where to make necessary adjustments and upgrades that will catapult your business to best in class status. Improvements are not going to miraculously happen. They're not going to happen on their own. So it's best to get a grip on everything that's making your head spin now instead of waiting until later, because it's going to be a very, very expensive and heart-wrenching later. So I want to give you a few key areas to make decisions around improving as your group program enrollment continues to rapidly grow, right? You want it to continue to grow, but you know something's got to change because you're literally poking your eyeballs out. So I'm going to share three key areas for you to pay attention to in the immediate future. These are not all-encompassing. This is just to give you a bit of a head start, a bit of a running start, um, but it's it's not everything. So, But this is a good place to start. So number one is you now need to create capacity for yourself. So what that means is you now have to create the time and the bandwidth to focus on building out the structures, systems, and processes and client management system that is going to allow you to scale beyond the place that you are currently at. So what that means is you may want to adjust your launch calendar so you do have more time, attention span, and bandwidth to put into structure, operations, and delivery of your program that it requires in order to sustain the growth you want to have moving forward, the money that you want to make, and the number of clients you're capable of receiving and serving all at the same time. What this might mean is pausing on your launch cycling long enough to get your footing back underneath you. This might mean pausing for a few months, maybe one or two months, before you start promoting your next conversion event or launch to open the doors up to your program again. So if you're someone who is doing a launch every six weeks. That means you're launching, you're onboarding new clients. And before you can even take a breather, you and your team are out there promoting your next launch all over again. And when it comes to client delivery, you literally feel like you are in deep water and there's waves kind of crashing over you every so often. And you're being pushed back down underwater and you're probably swallowing some of that water, and then it's all you can do to get your head back up out of water to catch your breath, and then it happens all over again. So if that's the way you are currently running things, I'm not saying launching's bad. I'm not one of those people that says, don't do it. I say, do it. You should be launching. I'm just saying that you're, you, have, you have approached a new season in your company that you have never been in before, and it's going to require something different from you, and you will not be able to do it If you continue to launch and launch and launch and launch and launch, you might need to push one of those launches back a month or two so that all of your focus is on the conversation that we're having today. Because continuing to launch and enroll more people is going to make the problem worse. It's going to exacerbate what you're currently experiencing. And it's if that's what you do, and when people come to me and they hire me, they say, they're literally on the brink of wanting to quit their entire business. Now, whether they mean that or not is a different story, but it just goes to show that they've gotten to their breaking point and they don't see a way out. 
because they keep making money and they keep selling and the volume keeps going up, but things are not getting any better operationally behind the scenes. And they're starting to watch their clients get not as good results. Their clients aren't as engaged in the program as they used to be. Their clients are um, not re-enrolling. They're not renewing. They're not staying. They're exiting. And that becomes an incredibly expensive problem if you're at this level in your business. So if you do this pause that I'm suggesting for the purpose of developing structure systems, processes, and operations and client success management, you will be able to double down on all those things so that the new incoming clients as well as existing clients have a much better experience. There's nothing more expensive and dangerous than spending money, time, and resources on client acquisition just to see so many of those clients leave out the back door never to return again. In fact, it's nine times more expensive to acquire a new lead than it is to keep an existing client. No company will be able to grow beyond a certain point if it's built the way that I'm explaining here, the way that you're probably experiencing it. You've probably gotten as far as you can go um, and you might be able to go a little bit further, but it'll it'll near kill you in the process. So for now, here's your step. Look at your calendar and make a leadership decision. Look at your calendar. Look at when your next conversion event is. Look at when your next launch is. Can you handle it? If you got an influx of, if you had the size launch you want to have, ask yourself this question. Do, do we as an organization have the right systems, structures, processes, team, client success management process in place, system in place, that these clients are going to have the most extraordinary experience. They're going to have the best experience they've ever had out of all the programs they've ever purchased. They're going to have a better experience with our company than any other company. And we're not going to like die in the process and work 90 hours a week. If that's the case, don't then you, you don't even need to be listening to this call, this episode. But if you can't do that and you can't honestly say 100% with certainty that that is going to happen when you launch next, you may want to pull, like you may want to push back the date and get on board with this because it'll be the biggest game changer at the current level you're at in your business. If you want to, you know, go from where you're currently at and, and double your income, triple your income in the next 12 months. Um, if this is something you're not sure how to navigate, it's like, okay, Megan, I hear you. I'm going to pause. I hear what you're saying. I get it. Like, you're right. I totally get it. I know we need it. And it's not your zone of genius or you don't have the right team members in place or uh, that can actually do it for you. I'll talk about that in a second because it's a really big mistake a lot of business owners make. Or you don't even know what systems and processes you need. Like you have a general idea, but you don't even, like you're just not sure. You don't know how to put all this in place and you don't know how to navigate it. Uh, this is where I come in and support leaders and their teams. This is exactly what I do as a business advisor. And if you would like to inquire about that and get a conversation going, either send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. Let me know you heard this episode or send me an email at info at structuredfreedom.com. And I'll ask you some questions, find out what's going on, and we'll see if it's a good fit. Number two is develop systems and processes. It's like the hundredth time I've said those words today. At the level you're currently at in your business, Leads are working, lead gen is working, um, your pipeline is staying full, your launches are converting, sales are happening, you know how to make money, your stuff sells, your stuff works, all that. Systems and processes will give you your life back. 
This is what will give you your life back. It has now become the most important thing. It should be at the very tip top of your priority list. But you've got to have number one that I just shared, create capacity. You have to have the capacity and the time and the break and the focus and the bandwidth in order to take care of the category of systems and processes. So here's where I want you to start. I'm going to give you a really easy, easy assignment here. Take out a sheet of paper or have it near you for the rest of the week and write down what everything that has become challenging, wonky, going haywire, and or is all-consuming since your one-to-many programs, your group programs, have experienced such rapid growth. Write it all down. Get it all down. Write down all the areas you're noticing that you're very clear need to be improved behind the scenes in your business as it relates to the systems, the delivery, the structure, the operations of your group program. Write down all client comments and feedback that you're receiving, positive or not. Don't judge it. Just write it down. And let me give you a little side note here. When I am brought in by leaders as their business advisor for their rapidly growing group programs, I discover most of what needs improvement and development based on client feedback that I get access to and client result data. When I have access to client feedback and client result data, it tells me everything, almost everything that needs to be changed or made better, improved, whatever, restructured with the curriculum of your program how your program functions, the structure of your program, the delivery of your form- of your program, how it's formatted, and how it's run. Those are two of the things that tell me a large portion of what I need to know. Um, jot down where you're spending time that's taking you away from providing strategic direction for your organization, that's taking away time from you growing your company, and also being a true leader to your team. This will begin to show you where new systems and processes are needed most urgently. All I want you to do now is just get it down on paper. Don't try to fix it. Just write it down because you simply need to be aware of of what is. You need to be aware of what is so that that's what leaders do so that you can start making some headway moving forward. And if you want to hire me to support you in the how-to and the next steps, once you've written all this down, this is exactly what I do. Reach out to me. You can find out how to reach out to me in the show notes below. And number three, this is the last one. Number three, hire a team member after you develop these systems and processes. This is mistake number one I see when assessing large scale and hyper growth group programs. I'm typically being brought in to a company that already has a team. And again, they may be contractors, part-timers, full-timers. Usually it's a combination of all three. Uh, And things are just not working. Team members were originally hired before there were systems and processes put in place by the company owner for those team members to follow and then ultimately improve. There was an expectation from the company owner that the team member would be the one to come in and create the systems, or in other words, literally develop their own position. So if that's what you're expecting, for a team member to come in and develop the systems and processes 
and the roles and responsibilities and accountabilities of their their the role they're playing in your company, you're essentially saying, I want you to come in and develop a position that doesn't already exist. And that's more like 9.9 times out of 10, that's going to be like that person has ultimately been set up to fail. When it comes to program delivery and management and operations of your programs, I'm not even talking about marketing and sales, but of your programs, the service you're providing, unless you're hiring someone who has directed a large scale program before and they have a lot of experience and expertise in that, or they have, and, or they have an expertise in education. Like they have run classrooms before they have run schools before, and they are great at managing people. So if they do not have those three things, you're asking for something that won't happen. And it's the cause of so many issues you're now facing. Oh, and remember all team members are going to need to go through training. And more than likely, you are going to be the one training them. Now, oftentimes when I am brought in as a business advisor, naturally I'm brought in because I have the skill set and the expertise that the company owner doesn't. Um, usually as a company owner, you're a big visionary, you're a creative, you're the idea person, you're the big picture person. Uh, you could be a great strategist as well. And mo- a lot of people, a lot of company owners are. But you don't have the skills that are required to properly train team members who you expect to run your programs like an A player should be running programs. And what I will hear a lot of my clients say before they hire me is, I don't have the skills, nor do I want to learn the skills. I don't have the time, which is why I brought the team members in in the first place. It's why I'm bringing you in in the first place. And it's not something that I want to do. So whether it's you providing the training for these particular team members, or you bring someone in like me, I can train them on how to properly run the program and create the systems and the processes. I can do that with them. Um, You're going to need to do one or the other. So when you bring team members in, they have to go through some sort of training process so that they know, uh, so that they actually know what to do. They're not going to read your mind. After they're properly trained and they're well on their way, the next thing they need from you as the owner of the organization is leadership. They need leadership from you, especially the people who you're really grooming to be leaders inside of your company. It's going to require leadership. So just because you have team, it doesn't give you this pass to totally bow out of your responsibilities and duties. You still have to pour into your people a lot. But the first step before you even bring the people on is the people have to have the process to follow. People don't come first. Process comes first. People come second. But it doesn't have to take forever. So, you know, at first, bringing people on, it's not this, I'm going to bring people on and they're going to figure it out. They're, it's, they're never going to figure it out until someone shows them the way. And leads them. So if you have a, a, a handful of team members already assigned to provide client delivery and program management support, like you, what I hear most people have is an associate coach. So most people will say, I've got one, two, or three associate coaches, and they think they just need to keep hiring more associate coaches. They probably have a, a pretty decent virtual assistant or some sort of executive assistant or something like that. 
They may or may not have someone helping out with some operations. They've got more people on like marketing and sales than anything, but there's no one who is ultimately overseeing the actual program. And there's no one that has the skill set, expertise, and ability usually on the team to play that role and be in that position. Sometimes there are there's one or two people on the team that could, but the company owner doesn't know how to get them up to that level uh, because they don't even know what that person should be doing in the first place. They just know they need somebody to run their programs for them so that they can be the talent in the programs and then continue to grow their company, start other streams of income, um, maybe even start other businesses. So, you know, if you do have a handful of team members already assigned to provide client delivery and program management support, but you're still literally poking your eyeballs out, you might actually have the wrong people in the wrong positions, or they just haven't been properly trained, or they're not set up for success, or they have no systems and processes to follow. So again, that's where that's where I come in. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, this all sounds great, but I don't have the time, I don't have the skills or the know-how to train my team in these categories, but I know I need it and I know I want it. And it's the most important thing for me to do in my company right now so that it can scale to the next level. This is exactly what I do as a business advisor. So if you are someone who is listening to my podcast episodes, or maybe you're following me on Facebook, uh, that's where I tend to hang out the most. And you're you're listening to this, you're reading my posts, you're saving my posts, you're pasting it in your notes to go back and review. You are giving my content to your team members and asking them to read it and listen to it. You're you're tagging your team in my posts. That happens a lot. And or you're experiencing anything that I have shared on this episode. It, look, it's time for us to talk and take a look at exactly what we can do together so that your programs see elevated numbers in client results and satisfaction renewals, re-enrollment, and referrals while your monthly recurring revenue increases. You've got the the lead gen and the sales handled with new people coming in where I'm really going to step in and where you're going to see the biggest difference in your profit and your bottom line and in your monthly recurring revenue. It is focusing on retention and it's keeping the clients that you currently have. Oh, and by the way, The other focus that I have is starting to remove you from as much of the client support, client delivery, and program operations as possible, as it makes sense in your particular company. With some of my clients, we can remove them from up to 80% of that. Um, You still have to have a presence, obviously, but uh, you should not be in there even 50% of the time. So the possibility exists for your programs to be number one across your entire category of expertise. If you believe that too, then let's talk. Send me a message on social media or an email at info at structurefreedom.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, remember, make sure you're designing a life and business that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. 
Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.